It is Unleashed Barrier Sports Talk with me, John Lund from KMBR Radio in San Francisco. The Warriors lose, even though Steph Curry comes back to the shorthanded Suns, and it's exactly the midway point of the season. So it's the time I always dreaded in school. Midterm grades. Let's go. Welcome in Unleashed Barrier Sports Talk with me, John Lund from KMBR Radio in San Francisco, and we're only on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us. Today is Wednesday, January 11th. At least I think it is. This Niners thing playing on Saturday has me all screwed up. Midway point of the season for the Warriors. Steph Curry comes back. We'll get into that. Short-handed Suns. This was a bad loss, 125-113. Over at Chase Center, midway point of the season, exactly 41 games in at 20-21. and 21. So we will examine the thumbs up. And the thumbs down. We'll get into that conversation as well. Plus, the positive and the negative. And Jordan Poole is quoted as saying the thing that I think is all on the minds of all of the Warriors. And Steve Kerr had something interesting to say today as well. So let's get after it as we first. And I'll pop this up. By the way, uh, thank you so much for listening. First of all, if you're listening on the uh, podcast, please subscribe. Not only listen, but subscribe. Where you get your favorite podcast, that would be Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get them. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, thank you very much, and make sure you subscribe on the YouTube channel as well. And if you watch the YouTube channel, you can not only hear the audio, but most times they go at video. So, yeah, I don't know, maybe that'll get your senses going. You like the video. And then I always put a ton of graphics up during the podcast or the YouTube show as well. So on the YouTube channel, you can obviously see those things. I put up a lot of shorts and... We will have, of course, every Wednesday. So Wednesday at 7 p.m., we will have a live chat. We can talk about anything. 49ers playoffs against the Seahawks. Warriors at the midway point of the season. The Giants, what I think is very disappointing offseason is Carlos Correa goes all the way around and re-signs with the Twins. So a ton going on. But uh, subscribe to the YouTube. Subscribe on the podcast. Join me during my uh, day job on KMBR Radio with the voice of the 49ers, Greg Papa, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., please. And always interact with a podcast or the show on the YouTube channel. All you have to do is put it in the comments, and I'll hit them up there. And uh, if you're listening on the podcast or any other time, at John Lund Radio on Instagram or on Twitter, and I will answer the best ones. All right, let's get to the uh, game last night. The Suns come in losers of 9 of 10 and 10 of 15. And as I pop the box score up here, the big thing is, and I got some yellow marks on stuff. Hopefully you can see through those. Inactive Suns, Booker. Crowder, he hasn't been there all year. Johnson, Chris Paul. Uh, who else we have? Oh, Cameron Payne, their backup point guard. Did I mention DeAndre Ayton? None of those guys are playing for a team that's lost 9 of 10 and 10 of 15. And Steph Curry is returning and Wiggs is returning. And Clay Thompson said after the game that maybe they eased up a little bit. And we'll get into the midway point of the season. And I it, look. I've said this on my KMBR show. I've said this on all the podcasts. I'll be the last violin player on the Titanic because this team deserves the benefit of the doubt. When the Giants won 107 games two years ago, they hadn't proven anything. In the next season, which was last season, and they got 500, the whole season long I was skeptical as I started to see things because they said they haven't proven anything. They didn't win last year. They didn't win multiple championships. This is not the 10, 12, and 14 bunch. This is a team that's won 107 games and nothing, so they didn't get the benefit of the doubt. Uh, the 49ers, when they, when they get off to slow starts, this is the second year in a row that they got off to a slow start and they're finishing red hot. You start to give them the benefit of the doubt early in the season. These Warriors have won a ton of championships and not exactly these, 
but the heartbeat of the team, the engine of the team with Clay Curry and Draymond Green and Kevon Looney, they've been there a lot of times. And if you look at the standings in the NBA, and I'll flash those up in a minute, this is what most teams are doing. They are on cruise control, and then they're going to hit the gas at the right time and try to peak, as the 49ers are doing, having won 10 consecutive games. They're going to try to peak at playoff time, keep everybody rested. That's just what the Warriors are going to do, and that's what most teams do right now. Nobody's racing out to win 65 or 70 games. So that's the thing that's going on. Now, with all those injuries, though, they shouldn't have lost a third consecutive game at home to now go 17-5. and five. They lost to the Pistons. Okay, it happens. They lost to the Magic. Eh. They lose to a shorthanded Suns team. That's just not being prepared to play. And Clay Thompson saying things like, no, nah, we just weren't ready because, you know, we were leaning too much on Clay or leaning too much on Wiggs, and we felt we had everybody back so they could somehow take a deep breath, even though now they're a sub-500 team again. Look, I trust them. It's just that when you look at these type of things, and let me, uh, I'll put the, well, let me, let me get through the box score and then I'll, I'll show you something that Jordan Lee said, or Jordan Lee, um, Jordan Lee, not Jordan Lee. I was thinking, I was looking at Damian Lee in the box score and I was thinking of Jordan Poole. So I'll bounce that up in just a second. Uh, Damian Lee got his ring, came back, hit a bunch of free throws, 22 points in the night as they kept showing his wife with uh, Steph's mom. And, uh, you know, the shooting wasn't great for him. Three of eight, as you can see. But 14 of 14 from the free throw line. Really wanted to get the win. He said so afterwards on TNT, and he had 22. So there's that. Uh, points in the paint uh, without DeAndre Ayton is just want to. 48-34, Suns. Second chance points is want to. 25-20, Suns over the Warriors, and he gave up 19 offensive rebounds. So, look, I, I, I hate using the they-didn't-play-hard thing. Because I don't know. You know, you, I mean, guys play hard. Guys take nights off. Everybody, you know, when you look at a baseball season, a guy is going to get five, 600 at-bats. Everyone is not going to be a great at-bat. Every night is not going to be locked in. I get it. But when you're kind of behind the eight ball like the, the Warriors are, then you would think they would have a better effort than what they did last night. Or, yeah, last night. Uh, Steph Curry goes 8-22 of 22 for 24 points. A lot of those were late. He struggled early. Clay Thompson actually carried the team early, couldn't get things going late. Uh, Jordan Poole's are misleading. Numbers are misleading, 8 of 15, 4 of 7. Again, a lot of that was late in garbage time, trying to bring the team back after uh, they had struggled. He had a couple of late turnovers. Again, trying to go too fast. He just needs to slow things down. I don't know if it's the contract with him where it's, I got to live up to this money, I got to live up to this money. He's a really confident kid. I think at some point he'll come around. This is when the numbers lie. You, you look at it and you go 8 of 15, 4 of 7, 27 points. He was great. He wasn't great. Uh, had a lot of situations where he wasn't, so he's still a little bit hesitant in my book. Anyway, 125, 113. The Warriors lose to the Suns. They go up 39 in the third quarter. And by the way, for the season, in plus minus as far as third quarter, they're about minus 1.5 points, which doesn't sound like a lot. But when remember when the Warriors used to dominate third quarters? Remember when they would kind of toy with teams and then come out and – Steve Kerr got all these accolades for the adjustments, and now they're not that kind of a team. So anyway, that's what happened against the Suns. Let's bigger picture this thing out, and let me pop the standings up in the NBA right now, and here's why the Warriors every single night don't have to <laughs> really play hard, and they can kind of take nights off, and they can kind of because nobody's running away in the West. So you look at the Warriors right now at the exact midway point of the season. We are 41 games in. They're 20 and 21. I look at the loss column. That's what you should do in all sports because you can always win games. You can't give losses back. So they're 20 and 21. In the eight hole, 
They won the championship from the three-hole, which is the Pelicans. So with half the season left, they are five back of where they won the championship from. They are realistically two back from the Mavericks at four, and that's easily done. I mean, you, you could make that up in a week. Now, I keep saying these kind of things, and they're not playing like that, but I think that's part of the reason why they're playing like this. The organization doesn't have a sense of urgency. The players don't have a sense of urgency, and the reason they don't is they look at the standings and they go, well, geez, we're two back in the loss column of the Mavericks for four. We could easily catch the Pelicans. If you look at the Western Conference, who scares you? I mean, I like Denver. There's no question they're a good team. They deserve to be the number one seed. But if you played them in a playoff series, even if you have, didn't have home court, Warriors would be favorited, would be the favorite. The Memphis Grizzlies were talking a bunch of trash, and John Morant said there's nobody in the West that scares them, and he was looking ahead to the Celtics, and then the Warriors handed to them on Christmas when they want to play. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans, now that uh, they've got some injuries, Zion Williamson is injured. I, they don't. I, I, they don't strike fear. Uh, the Warriors took care of the Mavericks in the Western Conference Finals. That's the four seed. The Kings, no. Uh, the Clippers, that's the one team if they're very healthy, and they haven't been so far. But, again, they're sitting at 22 and 21. Phoenix, you just saw them. Now, if they get everybody back, that's absolutely a team that can do it. And then you go down the line, there's nobody behind the Warriors that can do it. My point is, is that the Warriors see the same thing that you see. And it's only human nature for you to go, <laughs> until I start getting pushed here and still I start falling behind, uh, I'm not going to give my best effort, and that's what I think the, where the Warriors are. They're just not desperate. They're just not in a situation where they feel like, you know what, <laughs> we've got to win games here. We absolutely have to win games. They're just not there. There's not a sense of desperation. There's not a sense of urgency. Maybe not desperation, is it, but a sense of urgency. There's half the season to go, and nobody's pulling away in the West, and when you look at the teams in the West, the Warriors either have or could beat every single team ahead of them in the playoff picture, and nobody scares you. Nobody has that great experience. Nobody's been there, done that. They don't. There's none of those teams. This isn't the 80s where the Celtics and the Sixers and the Lakers, and there was all these teams that had won championships, and you feared them. Now, look, the Bucs have won a championship in the East. Boston is starting to get it in the East. There's a couple of teams over there. Philly's never done anything. But you look at the Western Conference, you look at the West – Nobody's done anything. Nobody has pelts on the wall except for the Warriors, and they know it, and they're not that far behind. They can see. Like, you know when you're on the freeway and you can still see that uh, car in front of you? It, 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 nobody's losing sight. The Warriors aren't losing sight of anybody. So there's that. Uh, here's what Steve Kerr said, by the way, after the Suns game. This is kind of interesting. I actually told the coaches, um, I think this could be a good thing for us, honestly. Um, you, you need to get... A wake-up call. Um, you need to be reminded how hard it is to win, and you need to um, understand the level of commitment to each other, to the game that it takes to to win a title. Our 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 vets know that. Um, our our young guys are still learning all that, but hopefully, this is the uh, the jolt that we need to to get ourselves going because it's been this first half of the season has been full of stops and starts. I just think being ready to play and everything, it just all sounds like excuses. I, I, I am not a proponent ever of a loss teaching you anything. You can, t you can win and get taught lessons. Losing, I don't know. I've just never been a proponent of losing, teaching you anything. This team is far beyond being taught lessons. 
this team is going to hit stride around right after the All-Star break, I believe. That's when you kind of do that. There's, there's marks in an NBA season. You start paying attention around Christmas. The season's far too long. Then around NBA All-Star break, you start revving up the engine. You start warming things up. You hope to get healthy. And then by the beginning of the playoffs, you hope to crescendo. I mean, that's, that's just how they do it. And when you have an older team like this, they're not going to stop not playing guys on back-to-backs. Clay's not playing back-to-backs. They're going to monitor Curry and Draymond Green. It doesn't matter what their record is. They're going to monitor those guys. Because I think I believe, you believe, they believe, just if they get in, if they're a 10 seed, they feel like they can win the championship from there. And who could argue? I think they could. So let me give you your midseason ups and downs on the Warriors. Uh, let's start with downs. I don't know. I don't know why I chose that. Let's just start with downs. Midseason downs, as you can see, as an angry Steve Kerr there. The record at 20 and 21, a downer, no doubt about it. Uh, points per game, 117.5. That's 26th in the league. Can they focus on defense right after the All-Star break? I believe that's that's when you start doing that, and then you get into the playoffs, obviously. But can they start being a team that cares on defense? We didn't see in the Suns game last night them have any defensive intensity until the fourth quarter when they said, uh-oh, and they started to actually hustle and work the offensive rebounding was a complete joke, and offensive rebounding is just want to. Get in position, block the guy out. You want the ball more than the other guy. That's what it is. It's not really even talent. I mean, there's talent involved in rebounding, but it, it, it rebounding is positioning, angles, want to. Do you want the basketball? Do you want to put your body on another guy, uh, block him out, and get the basketball? Do you? They didn't. They didn't finish possessions. And weren't moving their feet. It looked like how they play on the road. They just weren't good defensively. Are they going to be able to put together strings of games in the second half of the season and start to play defense on a consistent basis? Because too many times I've watched the Warriors this year, and so have you. They need to stop here. Up, oh, couldn't get it. They need to stop here. Oh, offensive rebound. They need to stop here. Foul. And that's just that's been the season. Can they string together two, three, four stops here? They always could do it in the playoffs. They always could do it in the regular season when they wanted to. Can this season be like that? I'm banking on it. Road record continues to be unbelievable, 3-16, and 16, which is 30th in the league, as you can see there. Again, lack of intensity, lack of effort, uh, lack of defensive intes- intensity. This is a team that, in the playoffs, beats you on your home court, and that's why you can't beat them in a series. And then they win at home. This is one of the better road teams in NBA history, not this specific edition, but they don't care if it's home or road. But this year, weird, 3-16. and 16. Uh, One of the main reasons, or the main reason, road points per game, 123.8, which is 30th. Free throws allowed, which goes into the fouls per game. Free throws allowed, 26.1. Fouls per game, 18.5. Steve Kerr's getting driven nuts by that. Opponents' first quarter scoring, 30.3, which is 27th in the league. So in other words, again, they're not ready to play. They're not, they're not at the right intensity level right out of the get-go. Eh, we'll get there. Oh, they just hung you know 30 on you in the first quarter, and you're losing. That's too many times. And then turnovers, and this is just a perpetual problem with Steve Kerr and the Warriors, and this is whether they're winning a championship or not. 16.8 turnovers per game. And again, I got the graphic up if you're watching on the YouTube channel. 29th in the league in turnovers, 16.8. That's the way that they play. You got to take the good with the bad when it comes with the Warriors. They can not be turnover prone if they want to be. 
just like they can play defense if they want to and rebound if they want to and play with intensity if they want to and effort. But turnovers is just, that's what they've done. They try to play too fast sometimes. Jordan Poole does it. Curry does it. Green does it. They all get in these things. It's just something you have to live with with the Steve Kerr team, but I'm just pointing it out. Uh, so that's your midseason downs. Let me get to your midseason ups. Midseason ups, as you see a smiling Steph Curry on your screen if you're watching on the YouTube channel. 20 and 21. I put it there again for the very reason of they've had a ton of injuries. They haven't played well. There was a punch in the preseason. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's gone wrong with the with the awards. They don't even know what their rotations are going to be. The young guys really haven't stepped up, or you can blame the organization and the way that they've brought them along. Uh, it's up to you. Whatever the case may be, they, they don't really have a rotation or a bench. Um, they've had a bunch of injuries. They're going to sit guys down on back-to-backs. They have a 3-16 and 16 road record, and yet here they sit 20-21 and 21 in the 8 spot, and as I told you, a couple in the loss column behind the Mavericks for four, and there are no teams to me in the top three, and I include Memphis, Denver, and New Orleans in that top three that would scare me in a series. I just, they could win those, and I know they haven't played well on the road, but they can flip a switch, which, oh, by the way, do you think that's their mentality? Here's Jordan Poole. I promised you this uh, way back, but I'll give you this right after the graphic of the, of the midseason ups, so remind me, please, because I'll forget. Games back in the fourth seed, I said two. Home record, 17-5. and five. It's three in a row, though. Three losses tied for fourth. 116.8 points per game, which is sixth. We know they can score. Assists per game, they're still moving the ball, 29.3, which is first. Effective field goal percentage, 56.1. Three-pointers made per game, 16.1 first. And a very respectable 37.1% on three-point shots, which is seventh, and they can actually be better in that way. Clay's going to get going. Steph's going to get back from the injury. Jordan Poole can shoot better from three, no question. So those are your midseason ups. As far as I told you, I promised you I would give you this. At CJ Holmes, 22, does a good job covering the Warriors for the Chronicle. You can see the tweet on your screen if you're watching on the YouTube channel. I think it's about time for us to flip the switch for sure. That's a quote from Jordan Poole. I think it's about time for us to flip the switch for sure. And that's what the mentality is of the Warriors. They believe that they are just going to simply flip a switch and everything is going to be fine. And maybe that's the case. Maybe they can do that. Maybe they can just flip a switch. Everything's going to be fine and no big deal and shouldn't have doubted us. Draymond Green's got the ultimate in confidence. Anytime somebody doubts him or says something stupid like what John Morant did about not fearing anybody in the West, he says, hey, we're coming. Don't bet against us. He said it last year too and it came true. Do they need to make a move for the deadline? These are second-half issues we're going to be looking at. Jordan Poole's got to be a more consistent player. Forget about the contract, whatever it is. Got to stay healthy. Keep Steph Curry on a minute's limit, even though everybody's always complaining about it. Kind of ride Draymond Green to a certain point, but you can't burn he and Looney out uh, inside because they just don't have any depth right now. Got to get Kaminga healthy. Got to get Wiseman healthy. Those guys have got to be some sort of contributors in the second half of the season. Kaminga will be, I believe. Wiseman doesn't have to live up to the number two pick. Throw that out the window maybe someday. But you've got to be a contributor and give them size and give, I think, Draymond Green, Kavon Looney a blow. I'm not a big Jermichael Green guy. Uh, there's, There's a reason why he's bounced around the league. He can do certain things, but... I think that your best bet to just, I mean, even 10 to 12 minutes. Wiseman, just give him some confidence. 
You've got to earn minutes. I understand that. But I'd like to see him in the second half emerge to earn those minutes. Now, this is one of my favorite games. Let's play the win-loss game. And I'm only going to do this to the end of the month as we're looking at the midway uh, point of the season. I'm only going to do this to the midway, to the end of the month because I don't like to look too far ahead. All right, so at 20 and 21, uh, the Spurs are going to try to set a record for NBA attendance. They're going to open up the Alamo Dome, which I have covered a Final Four in the Alamo Dome. It wasn't very pleasant. I do like San Antonio, though. But uh, at San Antonio, that is on Friday. I got a W in front of that one. Uh, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, you can see it. Sunday against Chicago, I've got a W in front of it. They're a mess. Washington, and yes, these are all road games, 3-16 and 16 Warriors. Monday, January 16th at Washington, another W. They're a mess. That's three road wins in a row. So if you can lose three at home when you were the best home team, hopefully you can win three on the road when you're the worst road team. That would bring them up to, what, 6-16? Six and 16. Go to Boston, not going to push your luck. They're going to lose that. They're looking for revenge. Cleveland's playing good basketball, and Donovan Mitchell has been absolutely great. And that's a back-to-back. So the 19th and 20th of January, I got two losses there. Go to Brooklyn. There's no Kevin Durant for that game on the 22nd, and you had a day off. I'm going to give him a W. I don't know. Memphis, I just think that they're going to be a month later, January 25th. They beat him on December 25th. Uh, I think they're going to be ripe and ready to go, so I give uh, Memphis that one, even though it's a home game. Toronto's not very good. You get a win there. That's on the 27th. And the final game of the month, Oklahoma City. Upstart Oklahoma. They got some nice young talent, but they're not winning at Chase Center. So 6-3 and three the rest of the month. 6-3 and three the rest of the month. And then we'll get into February before, you know, right around February 1st, we'll do another monthly, and we'll do the WL game. Again, at John Lund Radio on Twitter, Instagram. What do you think of my W's and L's, 6-3? and three? the rest of the month, and the reason I bring this up is because if you're going to start winning on the road, and you need to, San Antonio, Chicago, Washington, those aren't good teams. You're going to struggle in a back-to-back, Boston, Cleveland, Cleveland on the back end. Uh, I'm giving you the Brooklyn game. Again, that's a home game without Durant. Memphis, Toronto, Oklahoma City, and you go to Oklahoma City. So you could actually have a stretch to the end of the month here of 4-2 and on the road. Start getting the road games going. Start bunching some road games together. It's ridiculous that they have this kind of a record on the road. I don't get it. And it comes down to intensity. At some point, Steve Kerr has got to flip the switch, the switch that Jordan Poole just said they've got to flip because we're going to look into February and there are some tougher games in February and I expect then the flip to get completely, or the switch to completely get flipped right after the All-Star break because you just have no choice. That's when... A veteran team says, okay, we got to flip it. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying penal to the medal in February, but I am saying, do I really believe that they can win from the 10 or the 8? Something like that. Maybe, but I don't think so. I think the Rockets, right? The Rockets, their first championship, they came from the sixth seed. I think that's the lowest one. But look, I'll, I'll flash the Western Conference standings up here one more time. Nuggets 27 and 13, Memphis 27 and 13, Pelicans 25 16. Mavericks 23-19, and again, after the loss to the Suns, 20-21. and 21. So you're two back in the loss to the Mavericks. Kings 21-18, and 18. you're three back of them of the in the loss column. I just, I don't fear any of those teams. The Clippers, to me, if they're healthy, everybody, the Warriors, if they're healthy, the Suns, if they're healthy, that was an embarrassing loss. There's just no other way to put it last night, an embarrassing loss. 
to not have Aiton, to not have Chris Paul, to not have uh, Devin Booker uh, campaign. I mean, they just they were missing a ton of guys, and you just didn't take them seriously, which, again, this is a veteran team who's just not pushed to the brink yet. And I just don't believe that they think that they can lose this thing. I think that they think they can win from any spot and that health and rest and all those things are the most important thing in the organization. The biggest question, well, not the biggest, but one of the bigger questions is, will they do something around the deadline? And this is something we'll talk about in podcasts to come and on the YouTube channel. Will they do something at the deadline? And what would that be? Is that a big, is that Jakob Hurdle from the Spurs who we're going to see next time out? And would you give up Wiseman because Pirtle makes about $9 million? Wiseman makes $9 million. Now, the Spurs aren't going to do that straight up. You throw in Moses Moody, do you do that? I don't want to move Kaminga at all. Uh, it depends on, you know, who you would get back. I mean, you move picks. You know, Baldwin is there. You got some younger guys like that. But Wiseman makes nine. Pirtle makes nine. Do you throw in a pick? Do you throw in Moody? What do you do there? Do you need to have a big? Do you just say, you know what? We tried with Wiseman. It's just not going to match up. So what do you do at the deadline? How aggressive do you get? Hit me up in the comment section on the YouTube channel and hit me up at John Lund Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Give me your thoughts on that. What do you think? Uh, and also give me your thoughts on just the midway point of the season. I'm optimistic. Like I said, I'm the violin player on the Titanic. This team has done this so many times, not maybe to this lower level, but done this so many times where you think they're out of it and they deserve the benefit of the doubt. They have equity built up in the closet. So I'm not going to say until it looks very bleak that the Warriors can't do this thing because their record and their play suggest they cannot. Their track history show or it tells you that they can. And the fact that nobody's pulling away in the Western Conference and the teams that you see in the Western Conference are teams that haven't done it before. Memphis can talk a bunch of trash. Denver's got Jokic. No doubt he's solid. Uh, New Orleans is a nice team, but Zion's going to be out for a while. A ton of respect for Luka and the Mavericks, no doubt, but you beat them in the Western Conference Finals. Last year, Christian Wood's a great addition to them, but not enough to put them over the top. If the Warriors are healthy, who else is going to get in their way? The Clippers. That's the only other team. If they are healthy, and they haven't been so far, the Clippers can put up a fight. If it's Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and the scrappy Clippers that play really, really hard, if that's the team that the Warriors would go up against, then the Western Conference Final, to me, is going to be Clippers-Warriors, and that would be a that would be a great series. So Kawhi's done it. He hasn't done it with this team. Kawhi's done it. That's it in the Western Conference. So, yeah, they're not playing well. Yes, at some point it would be absolutely dandy if they would start doing that, but they've got a track record and not a lot of the teams in the Western Conference do. So there is your mid-season report on the 20-21 and 21 Warriors. That's 41 games in. I'm not a math guy. Half of 82. There you go. Midway point. Bad loss to the Suns, though. That is Unleashed. Various Sports Talk with me, John Lund from KMBR Radio in San Francisco. Leave your comments. Leave your thoughts. Hit me up. Live stream on Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific time. Be there. 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. tomorrow from Levi's Stadium. Getting ready for Seahawks 49ers. We'll do podcasts on that as well. Previewing Seahawks 49ers. My buddy Ian Furness. We're going to do that later in the week. KJR in Seattle. He'll preview the Seahawks for you. Comment on everything. Get some interaction going on the show as well. Appreciate it. Thanks for hanging out. It's Unleashed. Barry, a sports talk with me, John Love from KMBR Radio, only on the Locked On Podcast Network.